This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 13, on cardio and boredom, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hello, friend of the show, and welcome to Optimal Health Daily. I'm your very own personal narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. On this show, I read to you from many of the most popular blogs out there, with author permission, of course. And today is no different. I'll be reading another post from J.C. Dean. But before I jump into it, if you didn't know already, this podcast is part of a tiny little family of three podcasts. Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Finance Daily are the other two. They're really similar in that blogs are read to you except with different hosts and different material. So if you like the premise of this, you'll definitely want to check out those as well. You can subscribe to both in the same place you're hearing this show. Just search for Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Finance Daily. But for now, let's get this going and start optimizing your life. On Cardio and Boredom by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. If you're like me, once you hear the word cardio, you sort of cringe and dreaded thoughts into your psyche. I'm not against cardio by any means, but I'm not very fond of the traditional treadmill slash jogging approach. The main reason is because I hate running for long periods in any form or fashion, especially inside of four concrete walls. The first time I got really lean, I became obsessed with running. Some would say I was addicted to the runner's high, but my addiction stemmed from seeing a full row of abs and veins in the mirror every morning. The attention I received played into the equation as well. Vanity took over. Unnecessary measures. This was when I believed that insane amounts of training and cardio was required to look great naked. I remember waking up about two hours before class, walking down the hill to the rec center, and jogging for about an hour on the treadmill five days per week. Then, in the afternoon, I was in the weight room doing some sort of bro split. It took a long time for me to burn out as I was eating really well. In between classes, I consumed cafeteria food about five times a day and would estimate my intake to be about 3,500 calories daily with a hefty dose of pasta, rice, and soft-serve ice cream. Heck, it was probably more than 3,500 calories most days. I eventually learned that all of the cardio I was doing was very unnecessary to maintain my lean physique. I soon dropped the insane amounts of cardio, tightened up the diet, and voila, I got the same result with a lot less work. Getting to my freaking point. Anyway. All of that to say that I never jog anymore. I would rather eat sand and drink rubbing alcohol than jog a mile ever again, really. However, over the past year, I've been very sedentary due to my current line of work. Therefore, some cardio is necessary when on a diet, especially if I want to drop body fat at an appreciable rate. On that note, I make sure my cardio sessions are random and varied to ensure I get off my can and actually do something. Here are a few ways I keep it interesting. Running for my life. Across the street is a newly developed condominium community with a really long drive leading up to the entrance. Some days, I put on my iPod and head out for a quick set of sprints. In general, I will not keep track of how many I do. I just go all out until boredom sets in or when I begin to taste my breakfast for a second time. I do a light warm-up with mobility drills, stretching, and some light walking around the block. Then, I alternate furiously sprinting and walking between light poles. This is an efficient way to get some cardio in when you're pressed for time, plus it does wonders for blunting your hunger. I limit sprints to no more than two times per week, and I never do sprints before leg training days. They can be very taxing and tend to hinder my performance in the weight room. 
I would never advocate doing intense intervals more than two times per week if you're already in the weight room three to four days. Too much high-intensity work is a recipe for disaster. Chlorinated baptism. Living by the rec center or by your university is extremely convenient if you enjoy swimming. I rarely get in the pool, but when I'm in desperate need of change in my cardio routine, doing some laps in the pool can be a great workout. I am not a great swimmer, but can usually get a decent workout in the water. Generally, I will limit myself to about 30 minutes and swim laps until my shoulders and back are toast. Nothing fancy here. I just try to get the blood flowing and aim to get as winded as possible. Walking through the woods. There are some decent trails in the woods where I live, and this is probably my favorite method of burning some extra calories. I put on my headphones and trek through the woods. I'm away from everything urban and enjoy the outdoors. I can easily spend about an hour walking through the trails as the scenery is pleasing and it allows me to forget that I'm doing any cardio at all. A stroll in the park. This is another preferred method of mine. We have some really nice parks in the city. I love hanging out and walking around with friends on a sunny day. With this method, I can accomplish two goals at the same time. I can maintain my social life and burn a decent amount of calories when walking for two to three hours. Now, these are merely suggestions for ways to make your cardio more bearable. I have friends who hate running on the treadmill as well, so they participate in pickup basketball games or flag football for the extra calorie burn. However you have to do it, just make sure it's enjoyable and get it over with. You just listened to the post titled On Cardio and Boredom by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. I gotta say, I completely agree with J.C. here. I too am not a fan of running. I've never been a fan of running long distances. And so incorporating some sprints, oh my goodness, that made all the difference. I am back on the treadmill, but I'll do it for shorter periods of time. And I'll find that that serves me just fine. So if you, like us, don't like running, don't like swimming even for long periods of time, just amp up the intensity. Do it until you feel tired and then you know your body's had enough. All right, that's all I will say. I wanna get back to a little reminder. Remember, if you like this show, you'll definitely love the other two podcasts in our family, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Finance Daily. We'd love it if you show some support of these shows too. So you can simply search for them in the same place you're hearing this podcast and subscribe to them. If you can believe it, we're about halfway through the week already. So hang in there and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, And together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.